Hi, and welcome back to Madam's Mommy Moments. I'm Jen. I'm Beth. And we're fucking back, bitches. Yes. All right, let's have a talk about whatever the fuck. Tonight we have a guest. It's my older sister, Nikki. Hello. Hello. What up, what up? All right, so tonight we are going over just the what the fucks of uh, adulting and dating and human interactions. <laughs> so let's... Uh, Let's dissect some of this shit. So, Beth had a particular interaction, or would you like to start as our guest? Oh, no. No, I'm just here for the ride. Just checking it out. All right. I don't know. Um, well, this, uh, guy that I've been talking to, and he was gorgeous until he started talking kind of ruined it for me. I'm glad that he uh, kind of did it before I slept with him, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes that's a bonus. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you wish that you could just suffer through it for the benefits. No, I, it's not even a benefit at that point. Like, I will completely dry out. Like, my clitoris will, like, shrivel up, fall off, and run away. <laughs> I, uh, usually they at least don't talk during the sex part. That's true. But so they tell brain... before and after, though. Yeah, um, you, you can just tell them to be quiet before. I have a headache. They listen, and then afterwards you just leave. Yeah, that's true. I've got a tip for that, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are definitely uh, risky ones, you know? They can't know too much about you. Mm-hmm. They... Because if it's really good, and then you want to actually, uh, you know, maybe experience it again, then it kind of becomes a thing, and then they think it's a relationship. Yeah. And they say they're the crazy ones. Well, I feel like like that's where, like, effective communication comes in. Because I'm like, I don't know, I think think most people think I'm joking. Because I'm like, when I'm like, oh, this is what I want. Uh, Yeah. I told him that too because I was like, oh, he asked me what I was looking for, and I'm like, I'm not looking for anything. Yeah. Like at all. I'm not looking at all. Like if shit happens, it happens over time. Like, but don't be expecting nothing to just happen. And like his response, you know, was like it was a grown response until earlier when I talked to him on the phone, and it, I don't know. The more I get to know him, the more I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. You done ruined for me, bro. Yeah, see, at least you can recognize that. That's a part of being grown. They're like, oh, wait, uh, this is this is red flags. So I'm going to walk the other direction. This is just not serving me. Right. So what was the what was the <clears throat> statement overall? Oh, well, he was, like, talking about... <clears throat> how we were talking about, like, how... Same thing we were talking about earlier. How, like, women in America have become more, like, masculine. Because, well... <clears throat> we learn to do things for ourselves mm-hmm. and you know we're taking on like both roles these days because well they aren't so you know and I know that like some men get mad about it but it's like okay but if majority men have, are doing it like you expect me to just let my guard down for you and just give you that chance yeah I don't think so what makes you so special 
Yeah. Like, he starts talking about, like, other cultures and how, like, he said Mexico, for example. He's like, well, the women down there are still very, like, feminine, blah, blah, you know, still do all the feminine things. I'm like, but that's because it's expected of them. Like, they're shunned and shamed and everything else if they don't do, like, what's expected of a woman in their culture of what they created a woman's supposed to be or do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we still all kind of, as women, we kind of, at some point, all do that at some point in our lives. Um, Well, I think think mainly, it's mainly because, like, that's, like, the understanding that we're raised on. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. We're expected to. Yeah. Like, my thing is, I feel like I am more masculine, but mainly because that's just me. Like, that's just me, but, like, I, like, in my personality is, like, interwoven, you know, obviously, um, being, like, under, coming to an understanding at a young age that I could not depend on anyone in my family to actually come through for me, so I was like, no, I got this, I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. No, I got this, I'll figure it out. <laughs> And I'm like, and that's the same thing. But I also wonder if sometimes I am too overly assertive. And I was like, ah, I'll just fucking take care of all of it. But then, like, I kind of shut people out because then they no longer have a space to do anything. So. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to intimidate people when you have a, a strong sense of your own personality and your own, your own self. Because... I feel like, uh, it's, it's a lot for other people to, to accept, yeah, to see, especially if you are in female form, but come off as more masculine. Yeah. My thing, I'm like, I I can come off, I can come off masculine as fuck wearing, like, a full 50s coat with a petticoat, like, I, all of it, I could be femme, femme, femme completely. And then I'm sorry, but you give me a fur coat, and then automatically I'm like, I'm a boss ass bitch. I'm about to put my pimp hand down. Yep. Strike it down the ignorance. But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm glad. Like, I'm glad that you definitely kinda dodged that one. Me too. But uh earlier she, uh, you know, Beth was saying that he had asked her what her star sign was and you know like what her moon sign yeah like her moon sign and everything oh no it was that guy yes damn that sucks that's what I said yeah I know you know but that's what I said like you know like that's the thing is like it's normally like women that speak about like you know any type of like astrology like uh, I'm glad that people are going more in depth with it now because damn it, if I was not tired of those like generic ass like newspaper things. Um, oh my gosh! Remember. Yeah, right? right. Everyone's like, oh, no, I need the gotta do the horoscopes. <laughs> horoscopes yeah. and the funnies. Yeah. What day were you born, honey? What day were you born? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? I'll, I circled this one for your mom, and it rings true for you know Taylor at work too. Like, <laughs> does it really? Or are you reaching? <laughs> but like, this is she was saying that you know, and I'm like you know, like normally it has it's it's majority women you know that that more like delve into that. So um, then, I do I do really like watching some male readers and like. Uh, 
yeah like you know well that's some astrologers that are males i do yeah well you know and that's i think that comes from i think that comes from like people being more open to like changing like the the roles that they fit into you know where they're like okay that's fine like if i more feminine i'm gonna give up this energy and you know this and this and that but yeah, tonight we are recording from in the house. So Madam's Mommy Moments is about to get lit. It's going to be a real moment yep. because they are still awake. But anyways, but I was, I was telling <clears> you that, you know, it, somebody's about to get their ass it, it, it amazes me. It amazes me that this like this person took the time to learn like a feminine language because that is very much so what women speak to each other. Right. in whatever capacity that they believe it or whatever they it is the, their language and then you're gonna come at me sideways about some like feminine shit and how women like are still feminine by doing all the feminine things like i'm sorry feminine things to him he totally was lifting listing them off too cooking cleaning blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah because that's what's expected oh, no. of them oh, no. i was what? like oh. those things are not feminine it doesn't represent feminine to me at me all. Me neither. None of us. It doesn't to any of us. Like, I'm sorry, what? And, like, he started saying something about, like, respect. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, you know, if there's respect in it. And I'm like, okay, but if there's respect, then the women, is, the woman isn't expected to do everything. There's, there's a difference between respect and expect. Like, look it up. Yeah. Yes, it should be a shared responsibility if you share a household. Because right. Because if you lived alone wouldn't you take care of your own things exactly so how can that be a feminine associated with feminine qualities i don't i you cannot i don't know justify i don't that know that's what female should represent that's just what culture and society has dictated it represents but femininity to me is um nurturing and um i i, I See, if you really want to talk about, like, feminine masculine, then it is divine feminine masculine balance within us all. And if you want to look back at, like, Plato's theory of, you know, twin flame, how we were two souls, mm-hmm. you know, Our soulmates. originally one had been divided, like, and we're all honestly searching for that person that balances that's funny that you say that because i totally brought that up earlier too because he was mentioning like something like uh he was like you know i feel like you know us as a species like we can't like be alone you know live alone because i told him i was like well because women are starting to like be able to figure it out on their own and that's why you know, because he, he made a comment. He was like, you know, I know there's going to be, like, women bosses and women managers, and that's okay. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I know that's okay. <laughs> it's okay that you guys can do that. You have our permission. Right. I was you're, like... You're allotted. I was like, oh, hell no, he did not, though. But then I brought up to him because I was like, well, that's, like, the whole, like... You know, I was like, have you ever heard of Plato? And he's like, yeah. So I was like, you know, Plato's theory of, like, the soulmate or twin flame, you know where we were originally two you know two sets genitalia like four legs four arms two heads and zeus was threatened by us to overthrow him so he separate like split us up and you know for like that misery of constantly looking for like the piece of you that's missing and then they they fucked up and giving me uh 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Self-love and an ego. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that might be exactly, it's a misrepresentation. I think that we were always, you know, two beings that, that we had the capacity to balance that inner male and female energy and we could find our true mate easily because we were more attuned with ourselves and we had been confused and I think that this whole ego trip of you know who we mask as as characters in our daily lives is this you know curse that we give ourselves that we live with of not actually letting ourselves find that balance in our true partners because we're so caught up in like what people think of us you know like um this movement of non-binary you know um accepting people for who they are you know um everything that right now we're like quote-unquote adjusting to accept in our society like how ridiculous is that that we're adjusting to accept people as they are and want to be like how conditioned are we to be a certain way real fucking condition just accept everyone yep. real fucking conditioned like that is like <clears throat> probably one of the biggest parts of this like all of it is that it's like throughout like history and many cultures like there are people that fill no gender roles like as far as like aesthetically and then there are like twin twin spirits and such and so it's like I think that everyone has spent so much time here focusing on whatever fucking idealized commercialized like image and like understanding of humans like this is where it's all kind of coming to a head because everyone here is like we can't imagine it any other way and everyone else is like uh we've already been doing this Mm -hmm. like catch up right oh yeah definitely the the phases of society that civilization has gone through you know we can't even wrap our heads around it Mm -hmm. we don't accept the past as as information that we could use to further our development it's like i just wake up every day and i seriously feel like i'm living in the prequel to idiocracy (laughs) right what was your uh what was your question nikki oh i don't even know right now i'm just pissed off that i don't have pockets in my pants word (laughs) for all of you clothes designers that are listening hint hint yeah Yeah. design clothing so i seen a tiktok the other day that was like this is the perfect time you know, these are the perfect times for you to, like, you know, do, like, a um, fashion show for your man or some shit like that. And she's coming out trying on all of her dresses that she just bought. And she's coming out and she's got her hands in pockets in each dress. And she's all excited and she's all like, look, pockets! This one has pockets, too! And he's like, okay, but do you like how it looks? She's like, I don't give a damn! It's got pockets! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it could be orange. Mm. I really don't rock orange well. Oh, I so love orange. Try it. It's my favorite color. My thing, I'm yeah. Like, I I've already decided. A, I need a drag queen to make my wedding dress. 
Um, yeah, definitely. But it's gonna have pockets. <laughs> oh, I love that your heart is still open and willing for marriage. Well, no, she's gonna marry herself. Yeah. It's, it's her own wedding. Yeah. That's beautiful. Right? That's what I think. I was like, I like that. I was like, yeah. Was when you said that, I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I love her. She's great. <laughs> she she made a TikTok one morning that was like, when you have somebody that you know loves you and cares enough for you, where they make you coffee in the morning, and then she like turns over and it's her. <laughs> <laughs> She's all, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Self love is important. Yeah. Well, this thing is like. I don't know. I think um, I've had a weird, I don't know, understanding of dating over all of this. It's like I've dated someone that is significantly older than me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but you don't seem to have your stuff together. Um, And, right, like, I mean, like, you know, emotionally and all yeah. of that like yeah because financially he had his shit together yeah he was very just great. mentally very great guy like very great but yeah. just uh not quite you know like my thing is like if you have a choice right if you have a choice in any instance when it comes to me choose them definitely like by all means please do that mm-hmm um but just a lot of it like I've noticed like I guess in watching uh, men you know and I do I want to kind of send I want to send him like his exploration photo that I did because I've been making exploration photos for people (laughs) and their case studies you have case studies for the people you're dating or you dated that's awesome like well, I was going between that and report cards, you know, because I was thinking I could write a report cards, but I was like, I gotta gather data because <laughs> I just want to be honest, you know, and be like, this is what I see. But then uh, I was also informed that, like, neurotypical people don't do that. They don't do that. Like, are we talking about, like, you case search them or, like, do you do, like, a credit history report or, no, like, like, a reverse phone lookup or are you just, like, mentally compiling, like, personality traits and... That one. That one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't oh. give a fuck oh, about... Oh, yeah, that's I... probably not a neurotypical thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck not. about the rest of the stuff. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the stuff. Right. Like, I'm what... compiling a report card for you. Like, yeah. I'm your teacher. Like, like, what matters to me is, like... You know, and I'm like, I wish someone would be nice enough to give me one. That'd be great. Right? Um, like, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I'm, I guess I'm just trying to figure it out. Because I'm like, when you, when you've spent so much time with the same person, you know, I'm like, I could write a long, I could write a long, like, report card. We should format one. We should create a format for a report card for dating. Like, yeah, we should like format it because we could even sell that shit on Etsy because you know people be buying it. I've already done it. You've already <laughs> done it? Well, well shit, I want to know. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, like, but like that's. I have my own criteria I need to add in. You gotta have like a, a spot for, you know, a couple of your own things at the bottom to personalize them. Well, yeah, because for sure. there's some things that are important to individuals that aren't important to anybody else. Well, that's why there's always a comments 
Yeah. Extra comments section at the bottom. That's usually where I put teeth grinding. (laughs) (laughs) Like you should probably get to see someone about that. That one would be me. I literally have woken like him up from the other room. From grinding your teeth. From grinding my teeth. He had to come out and wake me up when I was sleeping on the couch. He had to come out and wake me up because I was grinding my teeth so bad. Yeah, but I want somebody that cares enough about me that'll be like, hey, uh, I made you an appointment at the dentist to have your uh, ortho guard fitted so that you won't mess up your teeth while you grind them at night. My thing is, like, I, I share that I care by just telling you, you know, where I'm like, hey, let's have a talk about this. And, like, I'll rub you on your back and be like, you know, you do this thing while you're sleeping or maybe we should you know talk about you being seen specifically for this because these are my concerns about it like that's how I show people that I care but I refuse to make an appointment for a grown any such and such unless I'm like hey I got you like I paid 50% of this for you to get a mouth guard right like I'll throw down some money because that's fine but I don't want to make an appointment that's a weird thing for me want anybody to actually like do that and be like in charge of my life or anything i just want somebody that cares enough to like go out of their way and want to do something like that or like make it a point to like put in any effort or try to care about me because my entire life i have been conditioned to take care of everyone around me and it's like this karmic cycle that I'm on that I continue to do and now that I recognize it it's um really annoying and frustrating when I see it happening I'm like can can somebody just look out for me for for once you know in my life um I feel that that. really great I know exactly what you mean I should not have to be in charge of everything that goes on in my household all the time just because I am a female. Oh yeah. And I agree. I'm supposed to, you know, handle a household. Like that's if you live with a person, you share a life with a person, a house, you share children with a person that those children are half yours. You are half responsible for all making those sure things that they so are cared good. for. I don't want to share a house. I know. I'm I'm so excited to finally just get into my own place. I'm so sick of sharing a house. I'm so sick of it. Well, well with that, a man anyway. Yeah. With a man. Yeah. Let's let's correct that. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the whiskers and stuff. See, that's my yeah. thing. Oh. That's my thing is like I think the fucking whiskers, yo. I think like for me, you know, uh having to be like a young mom, um, like when I had my my oldest daughter having to be a, like a young mom and having to like figure all those things out and having like a large percentage of the like responsibilities heaped on me like outside of the financials was you know like it, it like not having to like leave the house to work you know like that like that was a lot because it was like the all of that shift was very uneven um but i think in that oh fuck we can't talk about the house I forgot oh anyways like hurry up and run outside yeah but having like having we have a rule that if you forget something you have to hit a bowl but she can't smoke in the house while the kids are here yeah so 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Cause she's... I was not aware of this rule because I'm going to have to get something ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, okay, so yeah, but so I'm saying like the, the switch, that's what it was. I think that's what caused it though because I have always been very dominant in everything that I do when it comes to being a mom, when it comes to doing this and doing that. Like I'm very dominant in all the things that I do. But I realized after having all the responsibilities, I am super submissive. Yep. Sexually. Yep. Every time. That's funny that you say that because I just had this realization. Unless it's like this, where it's like, if I'm if I'm with you in your space, I will let you be dominant. But if you're in my space, no, it's mine. You do what I say. Like I think it's funny that you say that though, like totally, because I was just thinking about this the other day, um, because me and uh, somebody else were talking about it, and I was like, honestly, I think I'm a sub because I'm constantly in control of like my day-to-day life, and I want for once to not be in control of something. Like, I want for once to just like somebody control me and tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a switch, like for show. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm just steady looking for that person that I feel like I could have that balance with at this point that I wouldn't have to be like I'm one way or another like I I don't know like I'm, I'm done with limiting myself I, I'm, I'm done with going through on the, on the karmic thing of like the, the repeat cycle <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm this way, and then getting into something solid, and then either you get stuck in that role, or the other person has a change of heart, or reveals who they truly are, and it doesn't align with what you originally agreed on, so now there's, like, animosity in the relationship. Yeah, just Nobody leave. knows where they stand. <laughs> just leave at that point. Goodbye. Right. Like, uh, I'm not gonna try and sit here and stick this out because what I've realized is life is too long and too short, and my tits are only gonna be this high for so long. That's right. That's it. I ain't got time. Yep. I also think I might have carpal tunnel, but that has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> Your tits are only gonna be high for so long. I also have carpal tunnel on a side note. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not my right hand, though. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know they make devices. I'm just saying. <laughs> For both of these things. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's like the TikTok that's been going around of like these women finding out that they bury you in bras, and she's like, all these women are like, okay, let me just tell you, if y'all fucking put a bra on me on my dead titties, y'all better expect <laughs> oh me god. to come back and haunt you. <laughs> Restful sleeping in peace, and they put a bra on them. Don't they know anything about women? Oh my god, they're, we're also wearing high heels, aren't we? Most yeah. likely. Yeah. But like the uncomfortable ones, not the sexy ones. Most yeah. likely. My thing is, I'm like, I don't even want them to wire my jaw shut. I don't care how you close your mouth. Don't do it. Yep. Leave my leave my mouth. Just unhinged. leave my mouth hang open. Yep. That's what I want it to look like. Just bra. <laughs> like, I kind of don't really want a viewing. I like, don't either. I would rather 
right when I die, whoever needs to see me should be able to see me for X amount of time, and then you should just put me in a pine box. Like, I have this blanket that I want to be wrapped in. Honestly, you could leave me naked in there. Just wrap me in that thing. Just burn it up and be yep. done with it. See, I'm down for that. So, you were talking about Cali Guy number one, about being able to, like, do the bus thing, but what about Cali Guy number two? What, what's the story on this guy? Well, I always thought that this guy was, like, really shy and reserved, and it turns out he is very ambitious and fiery. Of course, he's an Aries, so I should have realized that. I dated a redheaded Aries. He is black and Japanese. Oh my goodness. I bet he's and gorgeous. Very beautiful man. Oh. He's very uh, And smart and kind. Very nice person. I have known him since. We're trying to figure it out, and it's probably like since I was in like sixth or seventh grade, he was in eighth grade, so we were like 12 and 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've always maintained contact over the years. Occasionally we'd hang out, get together, but there has never been any romantic stuff because when we were kids, we first met, I was like, I like you, you're cute. <laughs> you know, we should hang out. Here's my phone number. You know, very forward and like, whatever. Um, this is how I feel, I'm gonna let you know. And yeah, now talking to him, he's like, yeah, that was extremely intimidating. I didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> and I, <laughs> oh, oh. And I had no idea, because like, he was a few months older than me and gorgeous and just like a really good, you know, totally the opposite type of usual skater boy from the neighborhood that I was going for that was skipping school smoking pot so I was like oh well this he's a he's like you know we always had like this kind of cordial relationship nobody ever advanced anything and I really thought it was because he just wasn't attracted to me didn't like me yeah last night apparently he uh had a few drinks and while we were on the phone, and then we FaceTimed, um, which I don't do that, but, you know, I've been in a committed relationship for a long time now, and never really got down with that anyway, I'm in person, kind of, kind of gal. Yeah. So it's a little awkward for me, but he was not shy at all. So what's your take on, like, what? Um, I mean, he's living... South LA in an apartment paid for by a nice company that he works for. He's doing well. So he's what advice? Promotions in the last few years, like I don't know. I feel like he's way, 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 way out of my league at this point. Um, the only thing that I feel like uh, we were kind of, I mean, other than past history, you know, vibing um, uh, on is the fact that he also has a kid who is about the same age as my kid. Hmm. So what advice is it that you are seeking? Oh, I have no idea. I'm gonna have to print the charts. 
to read it all. <laughs> We're going to have to figure it out the old-fashioned way, okay? There's research that needs to be done. I can't just... Um, nah. I don't know. Only advice I can give you, honestly, is to just keep talking to him and see how it goes. Yeah. Time will tell. That's what I did from uh, the guy who asked me what my moon sign was. I just wanted to see how it goes. Because, like, his one response may have been mature, but I already, I was preparing myself because I knew that one, one, one mature response is always followed by an immature discussion of some sort. all the time though yeah but our uh, maturity is different than a man sitting there like sexualizing you and like gender like oh yeah bias. don't put up with that that's don't what i mean like walk away that's what Walks i mean legs. things like that you know i'm like mm. that's why i gave those, him a little more time I, uh, those are the easy red flags right there yep. girl those are just like okay I, I can recognize that one very quickly and walk away from that but these uh these karmic ties that you get with these people that you end up having these um incidental meetings over and over again you know you're intertwined in each other's lives somehow or like you feel like there's a strong connection like those people that you occasionally have those dreams or those those feelings about like you should call them like those relationships are really hard to work out and sometimes it's kind of just go with it and see and there's no real like I don't know no immediate red flag on the play you know because it's like oh everything seems fine so it's, yeah at this point in my life fan, mm-hmm. that's usually when shit hits the fan though yeah. Like, like when there's no immediate red flags at all, like not even like minor ones. Well, those are definitely deep connections that you have to navigate carefully, and sometimes you can get caught up in something that turns really bad. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. Right. Like I just prefer to save my fucking time. Pretty much. Especially these days. It's the saddest when you know they could have went well, but things happened along the way, or there was baggage that wasn't dealt with beforehand, and it just really messes stuff up. Unfortunately, that's the relationship that I was just in. Like, it could have been a really good, solid relationship, but we just let things mess stuff up, and then next thing you know, it's like, well, at this point, we're just creating bad karma in this relationship and I don't want to have to do this again so I think I should just step over here and take some time to you know really do my own thing and there's no expectations and I feel like when you have no expectations for things in life that's when things actually start start happening well, that's with anything, honestly. I actually was explaining that to him earlier, too, because I was, like, telling him, I was like, well, you know, I was like, I have this book, too, that, like, explains sex and science and sex is an art, and I'm like, you know, sex is science. It's like, you have, like, these expectations. Um, um, we have, like, these expectations, you know, and you have, like, these plans of what it is, like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna make you do that, and blah, blah, and then you end up usually getting disappointed in the end because they didn't meet your expectations. Well, or you try too hard, and then it just makes it horrible anyway. 
I feel like a lot of people do not actually verbalize their expectations, and that, that is why they are ultimately let down. That too. There's no communication as well. Yeah, because I tell people all the time, like, I'm sorry, I can't read your fucking face. Yep. I can't read your mind. Yep. So unless you are actually out here opening your mouth, touching the tip of your tongue to the tip, the tip of your teeth, like, I do not know. Yep. I do not know and do not expect me to know. I might be able to, like, be super understanding and, like, available and, like, understand people's emotions. But it's only some. Yeah. It's not everyone. Well, I always bring up, too, I'm like, didn't your mother or, like, didn't your parents ever teach you to, like, use your words? Like, you, you were given words for a reason. Yeah. Use them. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But, like, but also it explains, like, sex is an art, too, though, where it's, like, you know, you go in with no expectations, no plans, you just let it happen, just, like, full, like, body, mind, and soul, and, like, usually, you know, you're not really let down, because you didn't really expect anything to happen or not happen. It, yeah, and that's one place where I get, like, really caught up, like, sexually, is, like, when, when the focus is solely on climax. Yeah. And I'm, like, it is not about that. Yep. And if that is what it's about for you, then that means that you are not here and present. Yep. You're not here doing this with me. You are not participating with me. This is not something that, like, we are crafting. This is right. you... It, like, I guess it goes, either, like, one of two ways. So it's either you just trying to fucking, like, slam it home until you think that mm-hmm. it's good enough. Right. Or, like, you using me as a masturbatory sleeve. Yep. Well, Which and also both that's of those like, feel real fucking fucked. Well, that's like men too. They're like, if God forbid, if you tell a man like that you're a squirter, and then they try really hard, and then they just like, it just ruins everything. Like, dude, you're trying too hard. It, yeah, it's just it's not even worth it at this point. Like, just stop. Yeah. Well, that's also <laughs> that's why I don't say anything either. Like, yeah, I usually don't at all. Mm-mm. You can like, figure it out on your own if you want to. He's like, by myself. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> don't worry. I love me enough. I don't need you. My bed is protected. Well, and that's like men, too, that get, like, threatened by sex toys. Because that's how it started. He, like, asked if I had toys. And I was like, what women don't? And he's like, well, I know women that don't. I was like, huh. Well, I'm sorry for that. I don't, right now. Yeah, be sorry for me. I'm <laughs> sad about it. But that's what I mean. I was like, Send well. Send you some suggestions. Right? Here, hold on one second. You know what? All right. <laughs> we have obviously gone off into a stoner ramble here. <laughs> We're coming up on our timeline, but we are going to kind of just continue our conversation, take our step outside because it's still too cold in Colorado to sit outside and smoke. So we're going to go outside and smoke a couple bowls and, you know, do what we do. And we will devolve into our own conversation. If there's something worth like recording, we will get to it and record it in the moment. But until then, I'm going to say have a good night. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, did you want to say goodbye? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, you know, for this conversation. It's been fun. <laughs> All right. Like me. <laughs> Until next time. Stay safe, guys. Stay Always. Always. Stay together. Yes. Love each other. Yes. And stay high. Stay beautiful. Yes. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>